Landscape Photography World, the podcast for everyone passionate about landscape photography. I'm Grant Swinburne. I'll be your host on this show, discussing the world of landscape photography. This time I'm talking to Amber Minto about her landscape photography journey. A family portrait and landscape photographer based in Sydney, Amber's journey began when she was in high school. After buying a camera, she chose to study photography during her HSC. It was during this time she realised she wanted to make a career out of photography. Since she completed her Diploma of Photography Imaging in 2018, Amber has spent time exploring New South Wales and New Zealand, capturing the beautiful scenery Earth has to offer. Her portfolio is full of beautiful sunrises and sunsets along the stunning coast of New South Wales. Amber loves a good road trip and spending time exploring new places. We discuss the value of formal photography education and how that has shaped her vision and work ethic. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, Amber. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> oh, real pleasure. Real pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, I think um, some of the work that I've seen from you has been quite interesting and uh you know, I'm also interested in your, I guess, your professional uh, photography story as well, because you you stray very much outside the uh, the landscape genre when you when when you got your uh, professional hat on, but you're very much in the uh, the landscape genre when you're not. So, what's the Amber Minto story? Um, well, pretty much started photography in high school just out of interest, and that's where I got into landscape photos. So um, I guess landscape started as a hobby, but then I absolutely fell in love with it studying in high school. So sure. continued on to Billy Blue where we studied all sorts of types of photography and also loved portraiture, and that's where I've recently ended up working in childcare portraits. And from okay. there I've gone into family portraits and that sort of thing as well. So with the, with the childcare portraits, so I guess before we get into the, all the, the, the landscape stuff, you know, yeah. tell, tell us a bit about that. How did that come about and what, what interests you there? Yeah, so mum's actually a preschool teacher. So before I fell in love with photography, that's what my plan was to go into childcare. Right. And then last year with COVID, I was looking for a new job and they were looking the local Sydney company was looking for photographers because they'd lost a lot of their work during lockdown last year mm -hmm. and they had a lot of catch-up. So applied for the job and it's the perfect mix of both, get to spend time with preschool kids and watch all the cute things they do cool. but also get to capture beautiful portraits for them. So Awesome. Oh, that's, yeah. That sounds fantastic. It's and good. I guess, um, so have you, have you gone full-time uh professional or are you just doing it on the side and you you've got a you know it's a side hustle and you've got another gig so the preschool photos i'm doing contract work for them so that's sure. pretty much what i'm doing most weekdays and then i'm also working towards getting my own family clients and doing family photos and that sort of thing so it right. is currently full-time yeah Okay, so how, how did you make that decision to go full-time or when did you make it? I mean, you, you said you fell in love with photography back in high school. Was that when you had the epiphany to say, all right, let's, this is for me, I want to do it, you know, forever? Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. When I was 14, I sort of said, like, 
I, when I was 14, I saw we were up in Port Macquarie and I saw this girl and she had a DSLR camera with a massive lens. And I said to my parents, I was like, oh, I want a cool camera like that. <laughs> anyway, so I saved up. Yeah, it's always all Nikon about the cool pics. Yeah, <laughs> what the cool camera. <laughs> saved up, bought a Nikon cool pics. And then in year 11 and 12, they were offering a photography course. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds interesting. And it was in that course that I just fell in love with it, you know, cool. learning all the techniques and everything. So, yeah, from there it just grew. <laughs> Excellent. So what, 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 was, what was it that made you sort of fall in love with it? What, you know, what aspect of it? Was it the creativity or the, you know, just being out in the landscape or a bit of both? Or Yeah, I mean, definitely the creative creativity you get that in portraiture and landscape which is what I love you know it's coming up with ideas or in landscapes you know coming up with the compositions and that sort of thing so yeah excellent okay so what made sorry what motivates (laughs) you creative (laughs) creatively um in terms of landscape I guess it depends on the place you know different places create I guess different emotions especially depending on you know clouds if you get those really bright skies you know they're really happy pictures but then you can also create really moody you know landscapes. I I, I like bad weather sometimes because exactly sometimes bad weather's good (laughs) yeah that's right I mean it it depends on how how wet you and your gear wants to get yeah (laughs) exactly but yeah I, but, I, I mean for, for me that's that's uh you know as soon as the heavens open it's a, a signal to uh go and find a waterfall somewhere you know because exactly you, you that's know you're it. gonna get some flow <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. yeah so are there any particular things that you might be doing differently i guess that you you know aspects that you've learned through uh you know your course there at billy blue or high school that you might be doing different to others and you know why why do you do them as opposed to what other people might be doing that's a good question i mean i guess everyone's learning so you know you might meet photographers who are still out there on auto learning composition and that sort of thing which obviously you know is something you can learn by yourself or learn in a course um I wouldn't say that I'm doing anything differently to other people have self-taught themselves you know ISO aperture and shutter speed that sort of thing but again again doing the course I was being trained by you know photographers are out there working in the industry yeah. And all of them have so many different, you know, techniques and little secret tricks that you'd pick up from them. So yeah. you never yeah. know. <laughs> I think that that's definitely, you know, one of the benefits for, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, you know, watching YouTube videos and whatever, you do pick up some somebody's not-so-secret tips because they're broadcast. Yeah. But <laughs> um, you, you, you certainly uh, don't get that one-on-one ability to ask a question exactly uh, and, yeah and interaction i guess that's that that's to me what i think the the, the real benefit of that sort of uh, education yeah. is about so definitely can, can you tell us a bit about what was involved in the course and you know what what sort of things they covered did they cover just the technical aspects or was it you know moving into the business aspects as well or a blend of both 
Yeah, so definitely a blend of both. The course is one year, so it was a diploma of photo imaging, yep. and it's pretty much split into three trimesters. So the first trimester, you're doing your basics, you're learning about lighting, you're learning about your, um, tri- you know, your ISO triangle, all yep. that sort of stuff. You're really getting to know how to use your camera and flash and everything like that. The second semester that's when they start focusing on the different types of photography. So we did a commercial class, which covered fashion, food photography, all that sort of thing. Yep. And all did... photography. Yeah, exactly. Get the, get the lighting right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then we also did like media and documentary sort of photography. We covered that. Um, they also do things like colour management. So you're learning how to get your picture from the camera ready to print you know that sort of thing which i found really interesting and then the last term is very business like you know your business plan ways to get out setting setting you up so that you can actually exactly yeah set set your business up yeah yeah so you're talking about the uh the, the printing um do you print a lot of your own work for for yourself or clients or yeah, I do. I've actually got my own printer here, so I print everything by myself. Um, I think there's no better way, honestly, than print. Like you can look at pictures on the image on computers or Instagram and that sort of thing, but to see yeah. them blown up on the wall, like I t- t- nothing totally beats it. There. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing better than printing. I, I, exactly. I do. I, I do big stuff on the wall as well as uh, books. I mean, I've, I've probably got about. Uh, 10 or 15 books um, yeah. that are printed, you know, either, you know, and it's a, it's a mix of, you know, your, 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 land, your typical landscape stuff that you might see me do on Instagram and a bit of family stuff if we're on a holiday. You yeah. Know. But, you know, we, we might went to Japan a few years ago or went to Peru, you know, and you, you know, I mean, come back with thousands of shots and then you've mm. got to sift through them and work out what's going to go into your book and then yeah. very expensive because <laughs> I'm, no. I'm up to 125 pages instead of uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the cheap that they're doing it. for a 20-page book. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it's I, definitely I, worth printing. I totally agree. I, and I think, you know, the, the, the way that, Printing has changed from you know where it used to be when I when I was younger and you mm. know, growing up with you know having to wait a week for uh, your, your <laughs> prints to come back in a little envelope and then you yeah. stick them into a uh, you know the in, into the photo album that's uh, yeah, <laughs> very very different but in a way it also has that same uh, tactile feel to it I think exactly you know, yeah. And, you know, yeah, you might wait a week, but you're getting this book that's ready to, you know, sit on a coffee table or in a in a bookcase. Exactly. Or yeah. So I do... think too is with like those like I've made photo books as well, like and so have mum and you know she does all the family photos, but it's having those memories there to look at. You know, you're not scrolling oh. back through your phone trying to find yeah. things and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, done that plenty of times. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually did something uh, the um, the other day. I archived pretty much everything that was on the camera roll on on the phone, mm. um, and just deleted everything off the phone. So at the moment, I think on my camera roll, I've got what I posted yesterday on Instagram and what I posted today on Instagram, and that's it. 
and a, and <laughs> a couple of other fine. shots that I might have taken in between. But I, you know, yeah. I, I just sort of, I've just got into the habit now of just culling it and yeah. not, not having <laughs> all of these hundreds of shots floating around, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just 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 makes makes it easier to manage the phone too. Yeah, you know, not, definitely. Um, not, not taking up <laughs> space. That's that's a, a, another big deal. So mm. how how's um you know you you said you're doing portraits. I mean the the current lockdown must be affecting that uh, pretty seriously. Yeah. Um, so you know how how are you staying motivated at the moment with the you know the current restrictions and how how are you how are you keeping the business alive and afloat well <laughs> it's been difficult that's for sure um motivation wise i'm not even going to lie like i've been struggling you know yeah. it's hard when you you feel like you've got nothing to do but um i'm lucky i live at home still so i've got my sister and i've been convincing her to do some portraits for me and nice. attempting self-portraits every now and again. So that helps. Okay. But um, business-wise, it's not the easiest with any of my families, my clients. We've just had to keep rebooking and we just have to wait and see what happens really. Okay. Um, same with the contract work. We can't go into preschools, and most preschools have hardly any kids anyway. So yeah, every, every, it's all just a big waiting home. game. Yeah, well, I guess the, the 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 only thing that is looking good is uh, vaccinations are, are you know heading in the right direction, and hopefully, exactly, hopefully, once we get to a reasonable number, there we'll uh, we'll be able to get out and and, and do something. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> Yeah. So when, when was the last time you got out to shoot? Do we you shooting right up until lockdown day? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Once lockdown hit, then it just froze. Okay. <laughs> so where, whereabouts was that? Where where did you get to? Um I've just been all around Sydney really. Okay. Um for the portraits, you know, we shoot preschools all over Greater Sydney. So okay, cool. travel quite a bit for that. I was meant to be on the South Coast the second week of lockdown, so that was a shame. was really excited for that trip, but yeah. hopefully afterwards. <laughs> oh, is that is that the plan after after lockdown? Is that your Definitely. first? Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's number one on the list. Yeah. yeah, due for a trip down there. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, no, it's one of my favourite spots too. Yeah. Oh, there's so much my, to shoot. It's endless. Yeah. I mean, my, mind you, I... I, I'm not sure where I'm going to go, but uh, you know, I, I was doing a, a series on waterfalls uh, down okay. around the Illawarra, so yeah, um, you know, around Macquarie Pass National Park and Minnamurra yeah. Falls and all of those. Um, and I was planning to sort of try and get to all of them, um, mm. and just sort of lining it up with a bit of rainy weather to you know get nice moody waterfall shots, which was kind of what I was looking for, but. Um, yeah, that all went on hold. So I don't know whether, you know, it depends on the weather a bit as well when, yeah. we, when we do get out as to whether or not I'll continue that project or move on to something else. I'll probably get yeah. distracted. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see something else that's a shiny object and go and do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so what um moving into the the landscape genre what are you what are you trying to communicate with your photography or you know get across to somebody that might look at it 
Yeah. Um, well, with my landscapes, I really try to capture what's in front of me. Like I really like to keep them simple, natural, you know, just show exactly what's in front of me. Um, I guess my goal is, though, I really do like that pastel soft kind of look, yep. especially at the moment. That's where I've sort of gone into recently. So I really want to create, you know, images that can be put in a space and, you know, create calm and joy and bring a bit of colour into people's homes. So yeah, nice. that's my overall goal. Yeah. And where, whereabouts do you, what, what's your favourite sort of uh, thing to shoot? Is it? seascape I know you know and you you've got a fairly broad portfolio is it seascapes is it uh you know uh waterfalls landscapes what is what, what what's your favorite what's the thing that you go to you know yeah it's, look the coast is probably where I go to so seascapes definitely but if I'm in Sydney my go-to is Hornby Lighthouse I love yep. That cute little lighthouse, that's one of my favourites, but definitely by the sea, seascapes yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, cool. No, I'm with you. I, I love being knee-deep in flow and, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, you know, trying try not to not to get my gear too wet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so do you, you, you said you're moving into that pastel style. I guess what 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 is it? Is it just that, the, the joy that it brings? Is it, you know... You, you just like that sort of feel to it or? Yeah, it's, I did, when I first started out, it was all coloured clouds, you know, got to get the banger sunrise and yeah, yeah, yeah. really bright colours and everything. But as I've gone on, I've really liked to make, you know, just create that soft, peaceful sort of feel in my images and that's where it's headed. Yeah, okay, cool. And what, what's your what's your routine when you're uh, out shooting? Um, I usually try and get there earlier, although I do occasionally sleep in and have to leg it. But yeah, <laughs> most mornings I try to get there, you know, before first light so I can sort of suss out my composition, find what I want to shoot, and then it's, yeah, set up. I'm always look. even if I set up one shot, I'm always looking to see if I can move around. You know, if I'm at the beach and I see a rock a bit further down, you know, I yeah. won't stay at one composition, so, you know, the whole morning. Yeah, so you, you don't stay planted and, you know, just no. wait, wait, <laughs> wait for that one wave or wait for that exactly. one Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, no, I try and get a few different things, so. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a bit the same that way. I... I I can I can shoot um, and I, I do I can I can shoot one comp for you know a, a couple of hours easily but you know, yeah yeah most of the time I'll, uh, I'll I'll start moving around it you know probably once it, it, it's the thing I guess it, it's once you think you've you've actually nailed it or if you're looking at it and you're just not feeling it you know yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, no, got to move. <laughs> yeah, not working. <laughs> exactly. Once you get that feeling, there's no point staying and trying to push it. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not going to work. <laughs> no, it. Uh, yeah, well, it's just a, a recipe for disappointment. I think. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, how, how many hours do you spend uh, planning a shoot, or do you just go off the, you know? off the cuff and turn up where wherever the mood takes you? It kind of depends. Some shoots, I'll look where the good clouds are going to be. You know, if the clouds are saying 
to a high cloud on the up north, then I'm going to head north. Yep. But um, it yeah, there's other places like Hornby Lighthouse. I've been there a thousand times, and every time you know I'll walk away and I'll say, oh, hang on, that was that was an all right composition. So I know that if there's you know going to be good weather, that's exactly where I want to be. Yeah. and what I want to shoot. So there's, yeah, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like Hornby. For, for those that don't know it, it's uh, uh, a small red and white striped lighthouse that sits on the south head at the entrance to Sydney Harbour. And uh, the nice thing about it there is there's, there's compositions both for sunrise, sunset, even the middle of the day if, you, if you're keen, but also... You know, you can get if you get in the right spot, you can get a nice moonrise, or uh, you know, mm. yeah. The, the, there's a lot you can do with it, and as you yeah. say, it's a, it's a really cute little building. You know, it is, the, isn't it? The, yeah. The shape and the colours of it, and uh, exactly, it, yeah, it really really stands out. So it's it's one of my go tos as well. I I, I love going there. Um, yeah. I do this. I, I get a lot of go tos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of spots to pick from in Sydney. That's for sure. So aside from Hornby Lighthouse, what are you looking for in a location, you know, to, to try and get a, a unique perspective or, or a, a shot that you don't think anyone else has uh, bagged before? I know that's hard around Sydney. but I know. <laughs> like you said, there's plenty of places in Sydney that, you know, you can rock up and there's already, you know, 20 people there. So it is hard to find a composition that hasn't been done, but at the same time, I don't really worry about what everyone else is doing. Like for yep. me, it's what I like. And so if I see something that's done before, I'll do it. But at the same time, I'm always looking for new spots. So, yeah, sure. For example, Bronte, like, you know, you can yep. go there and there's 30 people at the pool, but I actually really love jumping up on the cliffs. Yeah. And, you know, you can shoot the whole beach or that sort of yeah. thing. Like, so many options. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I find that Bronte, um, I mean, depends on uh, how how bright it is and whether or not there's any any surfers out. Sometimes if if the, you know, that, that little section, that little concrete section there in front of the pool is sort of crowded, yeah. um, you know, there's too many tripods and too many people there, I'll actually um, pop down onto the beach and put, the, put yeah. the long lens on and just do some surf you know surf photography of, of surfers and, and whatever and try and try and get them mm. yeah you know, which which is a very different sort of experience to, to to landscape depends if if the sky's banging i might i might just try and squeeze in squeeze in yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it does depend a bit yeah so when when you're uh you know you finished shooting and you you're bringing them back what are you what are you trying to do to the image and do you play with it immediately or do you leave them on the hard disk for a while and come back to it later after it's you you've had a bit of time to think about it yeah i usually get straight into it i'll load them up all into lightroom and have a flick through i mean as i said i do like to keep my images really natural and as close to what i you know what the scene was so pretty much Lightroom, I'll just quickly fix exposure, that sort of thing. Won't do too much to it. Um, same with Photoshop. It's usually just removing people or anything I don't really want in it. But apart from that, it's I'm a real get-it-right-in-camera person. Yep. So, 
So are you trying to get it right in, in the, the one frame, one exposure, or are you looking to bracket or you, or it just depends, I guess? Uh, yeah, it depends on the shot too. Like, you know, there are shots where I'll do multiple exposures because I want to stack, focus stack or that sort of yep. thing. It, it depends where you are, I guess, yeah. and what's happening. So Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. So what, uh, what, what's the most, you know, interesting experience you've had while taking photos? An interesting thing, whatever you want. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. There was, I guess, probably the randomest thing that's happened was me and my friends, I convinced them to do a trip to Byron. Yep. I wanted to stop at Waterfall Way in Dorigo oh, yeah, National yeah. Park. So took the Suzuki Swift and ended up, I chose to go the quick way on Google Maps, which was the back way, <laughs> and we ended up running low on petrol, ended up at this tiny little petrol station in the middle of nowhere, hey. and uh, I swear it was owned by a cult. <laughs> because... <laughs> There, there are was a, a little girl there, in there and she looked like Annabelle or something from a horror movie. Like, my friends were out of there. You could hear the banjos <laughs> playing. It was an experience. We finally made it and we wanted to do, I can't remember the name, I think it's Crystal Falls. Yeah, Crystal Falls. Yeah. yeah. We wanted to do that track, so we're going to do the short one, ended up doing the long one. Yep. You know, it's late in the afternoon. It's been a good day. <laughs> um. We did get some pictures. I did get a picture I was happy with, but at the end of the walk, I was so excited to be over that I turned around cheering to my friends, and when I turned back around, I went straight into a tree. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's about as good as it gets. <laughs> oh, wow. You didn't break any gear, though. No, the gear's always fine. <laughs> the gear always comes first, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's the seascaping <laughs> and waterfall, you know, that's, I'm, I'm often uh, picking the tripod up and holding exactly. it exactly to keep it out. <laughs> as long as the camera's not wet, it's fine. That's right. That's absolutely right. I do have a rain cover, but I rarely ever use it. I just want <laughs> it to be an absolute pain in the backside. So, what what do what do you think you've learned about the world through photography? Ooh, um, that's another good question. What have I learned about the world? I guess if we're talking about people, I've learned that there is a lot of support out there. Yeah. You know, we've probably got one of the best communities. You know, everyone's so supportive, especially I know I've met so many people here in Sydney through photography. You know, they all make really good friends and everyone, everyone's interested in what everyone's doing and yeah. pretty yeah. good like that. And what, what are the four things you can't live without? Ooh, I mean, I love my camera, <laughs> so that's going to come with me. Can't live without chocolate, that's for sure. <laughs> Can't live without family. I need them. You know, they're my biggest support here, number one fans. They've been really good, you know. My sister, she still, I can still convince her to jump in for portraits and mum's always willing to come out for a sunrise if I'm going, so... Yeah. They're awesome to have. And lastly, I guess, mm, pizza. 
<laughs> love pizza. <laughs> well, I'm not going to ask you that question just yet, but that's that's coming up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, how how do you see uh, social media and the way that it's going in in relation to you know not just your photography but photography in general? You know, do you see yeah. it as a, a positive, having a positive impact? I know it has some negative impacts, but, you know, what, what do you see as its positives? I mean, going back to community, there's so much support out there. Yeah. But also it's such a great way to reach out to clients. Like it's just another way to show off your portfolio and sure, reach sure. potential clients and that sort of thing. Um. As you said, it does have its ups and downs, especially Instagram and getting caught up in the likes and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I think everyone's I, I, kind of been there. I, I think to, uh, when when they did turn it off, I think they've turned it back on, but when they turned off the yeah. to see people's likes, that, that was the best move they ever made. But uh, oh, I agree. 100%. I think they backtracked, unfortunately, but, um, you know. Yeah. But to me, it was it, it, it's never been about the competition for, for likes and everything. It's, it, yeah. it's, as you say, it's trying to get your work out there, getting people, you know, to actually see it and, you know, engage with it in some way. Um, and to be honest, I never really focused very much on the likes, always more interested in when somebody makes a, a comment, you know. Yeah. And the ones, I mean, you know, the, the, the wow, great shot, they're great, but... The, the ones that I'm really interested in are the ones where somebody's sort of asking you about, well, how did you do that? Or, you know, what, you know, what, what was that like? You know, they're, they're yeah. the ones that I really enjoy engaging with because they're, they're, they're a little bit out of the ordinary. They're interesting. And, you know, you can, you can actually start to have a bit of a dialogue with people instead of just, you know, exactly just saying, wow, I like that. And you go, oh, great. You know, <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. And that's what I love about stories too is, yeah. You can connect with people through stories. You know, you can start a conversation with something they've posted or someone asked me a question. Like, I love being able to help and, you know, help the community grow and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. It's so good in that you, aspect. What, what would you, you know, say to somebody that's just starting out, you know, say um, high school age, another Amber or a... a, a, a <laughs> A, a much younger Grant. <laughs> um, you know, what, what, what would you say to them about, uh, you know, if they had an interest in photography, particularly landscape photography, what, what tips would you give them? Um, well, I'd firstly, I'd, you know, there's a lot out there that says photography is hard to get into and, you know, it's oh, a, a hard market, business, you know, to, it's, you know, I've had plenty of people say to me, oh, but isn't like photography hard to start your own business because there's already, you know, so many people out there. But at the same time, like if you truly love it, why would you give it up? You know, it's at the end of the day, all that hard work, work is worth it. Like I love going to work and photographing families or capturing beautiful landscapes to fill homes with, you know, nothing yeah. beats it. So yeah, totally. I'd definitely start with that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, if you can do something you love, you know why 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 not make money out of it if you can you know exactly I guess if it does start to become a you know a chore and something that you don't like well i always say stop doing it you know yeah <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if you can make money out of something that you really enjoy doing well yeah great yeah exactly yeah. 
So what uh, is the best thing about being a photographer? Um, Landscape-wise, it's personally, it's really refreshing being able to get out there in the morning. Like, you know, it's just, it's really peaceful. Yeah. I don't know if you feel the same, but I love oh, just definitely. being out there. Even if you're alone, you, you know, somewhere quiet it's just a super peaceful experience and nothing beats that but then also being able to create images that people want to put on their walls you know yeah it's a great feeling and then portrait wise i mean you're creating memories for these families and yeah that's what right. thing yeah. than that <laughs> absolutely totally agree there what, what's the worst thing about being a photographer i mean i'm sure any small business owner feels it it obviously has its ups and downs i mean look at now you know i've got no work so it's definitely down at the moment yeah but you know so probably the worst thing is it is it can take a while to start up Mm -hmm. i mean i struggled with a bit of self-doubt especially at the beginning but now that my business is starting to grow you know it all puts it in perspective and i love it so yeah yeah um, I, I guess, you know, everybody has that imposter syndrome, I think, you know, yeah. in, in everything <laughs> they do. I mean, I've, I've, I've been in an IT career for many, many more years than I care to remember, and mm. I, I still look at what I'm doing sometimes and go, should I be here? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, am I good enough? I, I, I kind of... I, I kind of got from the fact that I'm actually, you know, made a, a quite nice career out of it, that yeah. I, I'm good at what I do, but, you know, you do sit there sometimes and go, well, you know, am, am I am I in the right place? <laughs> exactly. It, it can sneak up on you, but at the end yeah. of the day, you, gotta you push have it to remember down. you're doing what you love. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. You, you, and if if you do love what you do, then you know it makes it all all the easier. I think you know exactly. And, you know whatever it is that you've chosen to do. I think the important thing is for for people to you know engage with it and you know stick to it and and enjoy the good bits as much as they can. There's always bad bits about every job. Exactly. Um, that's you know. right. Yep. <laughs> So Can't have lot, it all. <laughs> no, that's it. There's a lot of things I don't like doing, but you know, <laughs> there are also a lot of benefits and a lot of things that I do like doing. You know, but one of the things that it has enabled me to do is uh, quite a lot of travel, and you know, in particular, you know, buy buy a bit of gear and do you know, take the time to do some photography. You know, yeah. And so it, it's things like that that I, I think make make all the difference. Whether it's a career in photography or a career where photography's you know, I, I guess a hobby, it's a bit more than a hobby for me. It's more of an obsession. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, for, for me, it's it, it's about making sure that you, uh, you know, you, you enjoy yourself and, you know, you've only got one life, you might as well use it well. 100%. <laughs> so who, I guess, was one of your biggest influences in terms of getting into photography at the beginning and, you know, or, or through the, the education piece? Are there any particular photographers that you sort of, um, you know, look to for inspiration or look to for, you know, what, what, what you see as being something to strive for? 
Yeah, I mean, when I first got into photography and the whole Instagram world, Brett Wood was one of the first photographers I followed. Yep. And I've always loved his really simple editing style. You know, he keeps it very natural. I think that's the sort of, you know, that's where I've gotten that from. Like, I love that simple look. Sure. Um, Ken Duncan's always a big name that comes up when studying yep. photography. So, I mean, I think everybody knows Ken Duncan. <laughs> yeah, everyone's certainly heard of him. And, I mean, there's some people that love him and love his work and there's other people that look at it and go, no, nah, not for me. And you know, yeah. so that's, that's every photographer, I think, you know. Exactly. There's gonna, always going to be, love yeah. And someone they don't. <laughs> yeah, there's always going to be haters and there's always going to be people that adore it, you know. Exactly. Even if it's only one. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So who, who else? Sorry, I, I kind of <laughs> um, Melissa Finley. She's a yep. travel photographer. She, I love her work. Um, yeah, she's got some amazing images from all over the place. Um, also, Art Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Love his work. Some no, incredible I, I, pictures. I, absolutely. Some some of his stuff is uh, just insane. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who do you think, uh, I, I guess, is, is out there in the Sydney scene that you sort of have spotted recently that, uh, you know, you, you think's worth giving a shout-out to? And, you know, are there any anyone, and they don't have to be Sydney here, but anyone that you, you think, you know, you'd like me to talk to on the podcast in future episodes? I mean, in Sydney, there's plenty of people. You bump into new faces all the time out here. Yep. Um, I mean, I've got so many friends. It'd take a few to get through them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but, have to list um, them all. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the good ones. Scrolls through the whole Instagram following. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I know some awesome guys. Matt Lambie, he gets some incredible work. Um, Jason Zhu, he's a really good friend and he's got some good shots as well. Um, I could go on and on. (laughs) No, that's fine. That's fine. I guess, uh, you know, you've been waiting for uh, the most important question, of course, pineapple Mm. on pizza. I have to say yes. <laughs> Sometimes a Hawaiian just hits the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. i got to ask, uh, you, do you know uh, Serena Jackson? I have, yes. I yeah, haven't I, met I, her, but I've heard of her. I did, did a recording with her uh, a, a little while ago and uh, she, mm-hmm. she asked me back a, a question, violent crumble or crunchy? Oh, Violet Crumble. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same. That, that's the original and best as far as I'm concerned. And yeah. I really like the, well, the, the old school purple wrapper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got some in the cupboard right now, actually. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking the time uh, to no talk No problem. To me. Thanks really, for having me. Uh, it's, it, it, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and fantastic to hear about uh, how you've got into photography and how you do your thing. Where can people find your work? Um, so I've got a website, www.amberminto.com, or my Instagram is amber.minto. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you uh, again, 
And thanks for listening to Landscape Photography World. I hope you enjoyed the show. And keep listening because I'll be joined by some great guests in upcoming episodes. You can find my work in this podcast at grantswinburnphotography.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I'm Grant Swinburne and hope to see you out shooting soon. <laughs>